What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Yes, team, welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast with me, your boy, your host, Type 1 Tom. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the number one problem that I've found from speaking to way over a thousand Type 1s over like the past, I'd say, four years now since I've been coaching Type 1s, that holds them back when it comes to achieving great glucose control, yeah? But this is something that's changeable, and that's why I wanted to get into it. But before we do, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app, as it really does help me reach more Type 1 diabetics and positively impact our community. I don't run any paid advertising for this podcast. It's just all off you guys rating, reviewing it, sharing it, telling your mates, telling your family and friends and other type ones. So I really do appreciate that. Also, give it a screenshot, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at type one underscore Tom or also share it on Facebook so I can reach out and say thank you very much. So I'm not going to be one of these knobs that says this is the number one problem and then wait until the end of the show before I tell you. I'm going to tell you straight up. The number one problem that I found from speaking to over a thousand type ones that holds them back is this, their lack of self-belief, their lack of self-belief, yeah? And I'm gonna tell you how I know this. So being straight up with you, we can guarantee a result on our coaching program if our clients adhere to the program and do what we ask. And that result is numbers-based, there's loads of other things, but we have to go off some tangible data and as type ones, we have access to a lot of fucking data. So that's great for goal setting, yeah? So this is how I know from speaking to over a thousand type ones that that a lot of us have lack of self-belief. And I understand this because I've been there before. I'm gonna tell you why why it happens and then how you can start to overcome that shortly. But like I say, our coaching program guarantees a result when our clients come in and they adhere to the program. And the result is this. An average blood glucose of 6 to 7 moles or 108 milligram per deciliter to 126 milligram per deciliter. Right. A timing target range of at least 70% or above. These are seven-day averages consistently. And an A1C of 6.5% or below or 47.5 moles if you're working in new terms. This has been proven. I'm going to show you guys on Instagram. Now you can see that board behind me up there. This is all the clients that have joined our program that have achieved achieved these results. And you've seen, if you've had me on social media for a while, the client testimonials that we put out backing up that our program can actually fucking deliver the results that it's promised. Now, when I set these goals, and a lot of my clients watching this that have achieved this are going to fucking laugh because a lot of you lot who have been my clients who have achieved these, have done this, and you're included in this list of thousands. So when I've set these goals, I can hear and see if I'm talking to them on a check-in or something, or from a workshop, my clients or other type ones be like, fuck. And I can fucking, I don't even have to see them. I can tell by the gasp that they're like, shit, how the fuck am I ever going to achieve that? How am I ever going to achieve that? And if you're my client listening to this, I bet you're going to be laughing and nodding your head because you know exactly how this has felt. When we've set those goals and you've been like, fucking hell, I'm never going to be able to achieve that. But you have, yeah? And we set these goals because 
These are markers that will keep us away from health complications. It's pre-diabetes and it's sustainable. It's something that if you understand how to get it, which I'll get onto shortly, and you have the knowledge behind it, you can actually keep these, this sort of control long-term. Yeah. And if you're listening to this now and you're, being, you're thinking like, bullshit, that's never achievable. This, you need to fucking listen to this because that is your lack of self-belief. Straight up, that is your fucking lack of self-belief. Now, like I say, when I set these goals and I see the reactions or I hear that, oh, fuck. Like, I don't think that ever be achievable. And the reason for that is this. It's a dead, dead simple reason, a really simple reason. And this can go for any goal that we set ourselves, right? It's because you can't see a clear path on how you're going to achieve it. You can't see a clear path on how you're going to achieve it. Anything, and I truly believe this, anything in life that someone else has, we can fucking achieve. Drop me a fire emoji in the comments if that makes sense. Anything in life that someone else has, we can achieve because a fucking other human has it. It's just we think we can't when we can't see a clear path on how we are going to achieve that. And that's where the lack of self-belief comes in because you don't know what you need to do to achieve that. This is why clients come and invest in our coaching program and choose me as a coach because they don't understand or know how to achieve this sort of these goals that we set. And that's okay. That is okay, I'm telling you. This is why... I'm with mentors and stuff because I don't understand how to achieve certain things that I know that I want. If I did understand it, I'd be able to fucking get there on my own, but I don't. So it's lack of self-belief, but it's more so that you can't see a clear path on how you're going to achieve this sort of control or any goal that you set for yourself. If you don't have a clear path and a clear direction, it's fucking confusing. You've not got clarity and you're like, that is never achievable. But I will tell you now, from type one to type one, and from seeing my clients achieve this, this control is 100 fucking 10,000% achievable. It is achievable. So if you're sat there listening to this or watching this now, and you know your control isn't great, and I've mentioned those numbers, and you've been like, fuck, I can never achieve that. Get out your own fucking way. Lift that limiting self-belief because it is achievable. And I'm going to give you some pointers to help get you started, right? I'm going to give you some pointers to help get you started. Before I get into these, I just want to cover something. I want to cover something. And you guys listening on the podcast, I want a silent head nod. And you guys watching on the live, I want you to type me. If, if you can relate to this, because I bet you can. So generally... When I'm speaking to other type ones, we kind of have two camps. We kind of have two camps. We have, I don't like throwing numbers around, but we have, let's say, camp A, who don't have great control over the blood glucose levels. Yep, straight up. Or we have camp B, who have okay control. So we have camp A, A who don't have great control, and camp B, whose control is all right, but they probably know they can do a little bit better. Subcategory to that... We, have, we go a little bit deeper, and then we have some people who do not understand the basics of diabetes. All these are okay, by the way, because I was there when I was diagnosed at 21. I've been through fucking all of these, and a lot of my best clients have as well. So if you can relate to this, don't think it's a bad thing. It's pretty fucking normal. So we have Camp A, who don't have great control, and we have Camp B, who have okay control. Subcategory to this... We have type ones who do not understand the basics of nutrition, exercise, and diabetes management. That's okay. And we have some who have an okay understanding, yeah? 
And then if we dive deeper, there's three more here. And I know a lot of you guys are going to be able to relate to this because a lot of my best clients, this has come from them. If we dive a little bit deeper, so we've got the first camp, not great control. Second camp, is okay control, probably be better. We dive deeper. We've got people who don't understand the basics. And then we've got people who have an okay understanding of diabetes, exercise, and nutrition. If we dive even deeper, we have people who are just fucking winging it. You're just winging it. You're throwing shit at a wall. You're whacking whatever insulin in you think. You're guesstimating your carbs. Yeah. Give me a me in the comments if this is you. I've been there before. Don't worry. A lot of my best clients have. So you're going through day to day and you're just fucking winging it. You're just hitting and hoping. And some, sometimes you get it right. You get a good average for the day. You get a low timing range. Sometimes no shit sticks at the wall at all and you're all over the fucking show, right? We then have people who are in auto mode. This tends to be that I've found people who have had it years and years. People who have had it years and years tend to be in auto mode. So you're just going through your day and you're just making these decisions and you're not even thinking. You're just like, I'll put this amount of insulin in, finish this card, blah, 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 blah. And it, it's like, you're in auto mode. You're not even thinking about what you're doing. And then we go a little bit deeper and we have people who are ne neglecting it completely. This is the type of people who are in a fuck it mindset. They might be burnt out. You might just think, I'm not testing your level, my levels because I don't want to see the number. Yeah. I come across and speak to people on all these different sort of journeys throughout their sort of life as a type 1 diabetic. So we have people, two camps, not great control. People who've got okay control can be better. We have people who do not understand the basics. We have people who kind of got an okay understanding. Then we have people who are going through their day winging it. People who are going through their day, generally these people have had it years in fucking auto mode, just doing whatever the fuck because it feels right. And then people who are just completely neglecting it. Yeah. Now, when I mentioned about the results and the sort of control that we deliver on our program, depending on where you're at with those categories that I just mentioned, will determine what you need to do to improve your control. Let me give you an example. If I didn't, and I'm going to give you a big example in a second, but if I didn't understand diabetes, yeah, and my control was shit, and I was just kind of winging it, I probably wouldn't go straight into running tests because I don't really understand what I'm fucking testing. Make sense? So I've started to go in at the deep end. I've started to go in at about level six, when really I should have gone in at level one. Yeah. So depending on which of those camps you sort of fall into will depend on where you're at and what, what next steps you need to take to start to improve your control. Now, I want to give you some actionable pointers on this now. And I want to give you an example of myself, right? And a few clients that we've actually worked with. So let's say I was starting out and my control wasn't great. My control wasn't great. I didn't understand the basics of diabetes. I didn't really understand much about it at all. I've been here. I think all of us have fucking been here, right? I know I was at 21 when I was diagnosed. It was just, here's a blood finger pricking kit. Here's some insulin pens. This is what it does. Go away. Fuck you. Seen a bit. I was like, fuck. And I know a lot of you guys that I speak to can relate to that. So let's say I was starting out from not great control. I didn't understand the basics of diabetes. And I felt like I was just winging it. Yeah. Here's where I would start. Here's where I would start. I would start to create a routine with my meals and start tracking my food. I can say this from the amount of data that I've got from people in this position that don't have great control, don't understand the basics, are winging it or something that are in auto mode, probably don't have a routine set 
with their meals. Now, I don't mean like you eat breakfast at six, six in the morning, you eat lunch at one. You eat, I don't mean specific set times. I mean some sort of routine, some sort of consistency within the way that you eat and I start tracking it, yeah? Because that's going to develop into a habit and we know type 1 diabetes is fucking closely linked with nutrition. That's the first place I'd start. So for starting out, my control wasn't great. I didn't have a good understanding of the basics. I felt like I was winging it. I would create a routine with my meals. I'd probably go for three meals a day, which I'd do anyway. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, maybe some snacks. And I'd start tracking my food intake using that, my, my fitness pal. Yeah. Then in terms of the activity side of stuff, I commit to at least two or three workouts a week. This doesn't need to be in the gym. It could be at home. It could be swimming. It could be, I want to say walk, but walk isn't really a workout. You should be walking if you can most fucking days, right? You should be on your feet, strolling around whenever you can most days. It could be riding your bike. It could be running. It could be fucking canoeing, snowboarding, whatever you like. I commit to two or three workouts a week. They don't need to be the same. Basically, what I would do is I'd do a complete overhaul of my lifestyle and make sure that it was healthy. I hate the word healthy, but I'd take a look at my nutrition and create a routine with that. And then I create a routine with my activity levels. I would just solely, I would fuck anything about learning diabetes off for now. For now. Yeah? And I would just solely focus on trying to be healthy, trying to eat well, track it, get my activity levels up. Yes, you're probably going to get some highs and lows and that, but this is why it's a process which we will get into later. So if I didn't, I, I didn't have great control, I didn't really understand about it, felt like I was winging it, I would create a routine of my meals. I would start tracking. I would then commit myself to at least two to three workouts a week, as well as walking every day where possible. I would basically develop a healthy lifestyle. Water intake, sleeping well, all that shit that as an adult, and I'm laughing because you fucking know what I'm talking about. As an adult, you should be fucking doing anyway, yeah? I would do this consistently for two to four weeks because I'd want to develop a habit and a routine before I moved on, Yeah? I'd want to develop a habit and a routine before I moved on. After two to four weeks, when I've been consistent with my meals, consistent with tracking, consistent with my activity levels, my workouts, I would then start to introduce learning about diabetes, starting specifically with how the insulin that I'm taking works. Yeah? So once I've got these basic fundamental foundations of a healthy lifestyle down... I would then start to learn about how the insulin that I'm personally taking works. Whether I'm on a pump, I'd learn about what's in that. Whether I'm on pens, I'd learn about my long-lasting, my basal, and the one that I'm bolusing with. Yeah? We have full trainings on this in our program, but also you can go onto fucking websites and Google the insulin that you're taking and find out the shit that you need to know. You can fucking read books as well. You can listen to some episodes of my podcast because I've done so many where I speak about different insulins and what they do. So then I would start teaching myself about how the insulin that I'm taking works. Then, after I have an understanding, I would start testing. This is where we get into the specific stuff. This is something that we're heavily on in our coaching program. Then I would start testing. So I start testing my basal or background insulin. Once I'd nailed that, I start testing my insulin to carb ratio. From there, when you get those foundations in, so by this time, I'm probably like two months or something down the line, right? I've got a decent solid routine with my nutrition. I'm working out. I've got a healthy lifestyle. I'm sleeping well. I'm, I'm drinking enough water. I'm trying to manage stress when I can because we know type 1 diabetes, it can be fucking stressful. 
I've got a good general understanding of how insulin works, the one that I'm taking specifically, and I'm starting running basal rate, background tests, insulin to carb ratio tests. So I'm starting to figure out all my ratios. From there, this is the base foundation that we start to do to achieve that control that I mentioned before, that average of six to seven moles, 108 to 126 milligram per deciliter, that timing target range of 70% or above consistently, not just a day or two because you're throwing shit at a wall or you're in auto mode. And achieving that A1C of 6.5% or 47.5 moles or below. This is the base foundation that leads you on the path to achieving that control. So whenever I mentioned those goals at the start now, when you was like, fuck, I'm, if, you, you was, if this was you, you was like, fuck, I'm a long way off from that. It's never achievable. Lift that lack of self-belief. Go and start implementing what I've just said I would do if I was in that position. Because that's going to start that momentum and start to build those habits and routines going forward for you to achieve these numbers, yeah? This is the base foundation. From there, we may get into like managing around exercise, pre-bolusing. We need to make it livable and sustainable then when you're drinking alcohol, when you're eating out, when you're on holiday, when we do these things that we need to do to have a fucking life, yeah? But this is the base foundation of stuff. This takes time, team. This takes time. Another huge job as a coach for me is managing people's expectations. Because when we get clients coming into our program and they start achieving this sort of control, once they may have a bad day or two, that can really sway people's minds. Yeah? So you need to understand that as type ones, sometimes we will get highs. Sometimes we will get lows. If that's happening all the time to you, something fucking needs adjusting. And that's why I put so much content out there for free to help you with that. But every now and again, I still get them. My best clients still get them. This is why we take averages. But you need to keep consistent with it day in, day out. And they are the base foundations. Your nutrition, your activity levels, drinking fucking water, you're an adult, you should know this, sleep, and then running these tests. Yeah. Start to implement them, build up your base foundation, and then this sort of control won't seem a million miles away because you kind of have a clear direction, a path to follow then on how you're going to achieve it. And I will say this again, you can achieve and we, we can all achieve anything that we want in life if another human has fucking achieved that. The reason that we think we can't is because we can't see a clear pathway to get to it. And this is why people invest in coaches. This is why I've invested in coaches because I couldn't see a clear pathway. This is my clients invested in me because they couldn't see a clear pathway. Yeah. But that's the only difference between where you're currently at and where you want to get to is that pathway. That's it. Doesn't mean that it's not achievable. Doesn't mean you're not good enough to achieve it. You need to lift those like limiting self-beliefs because that's what's going to hold you back from putting in the actual fucking work. Team, that is it. If you got value from this episode, please leave me a rating and review on the podcast app. As I said at the start, it really does help me reach more time with diabetics. I hope you got value from this. I know there was a bit of tough love in there, but I want to get it across that, look, I've spoken so many type ones and this is what I've come across. And I want you to understand that you can achieve this sort of control. You just need to start fucking implementing these things that I said. Team, that is it. Until the next episode, have the fucking best day ever. Peace.